Got a water bottle. Nonetheless, we are live. We are rolling. How's everyone doing? Good? Good. Happy Sunday. We made it. If you're listening to this, that means you are still alive. So those are all good signs. Because I'm here. I'm alive. I'm doing my part. I just got out the ice bath. And I feel damn good. I feel like such tranquility when I get out that some bitch. Just like I don't even know what's real. I can't feel my body right now. I just feel so like, mmm. Like I just pop 16 Xanax and I'm just, mmm. Someone's peeing on my leg. You got that nice warm sensation. And it's just nice and cozy. The best thing to do is when you get out of the ice plunge is to eat a hot meal like right afterwards. And that's what I just did. Sex is cool, but have you done that? And I think I'm done having sex. Because you can't get syphilis from an ice bath and eating. I don't think. You know what? I'm sure you I'm sure you probably can. I'm sure someone has. And I'm sure someone ruined it for everybody. Damn it, man. There's always someone. There's always we gotta look this up. Bear with me. I'm very curious about this. We're gonna look up if you can get syphilis from eating. Can you get that's a tough one. Then we ought to spell syphilis. Thanks. Syphil syphilis from eating. What do you guess? What do you guys guess? You think so? You cannot you cannot get syphilis through casual contact with objects such as, such as toilet seats, doorknobs, swimming pools, hot tubs, bathtubs, shared clothing, or eating utensils. Well, that just names them all. Now, doesn't it? Because I was just talking about ice baths. Can't get syphilis from taking a bath. Can't get syphilis from eating food. I'm done having sex. I'm not even mad about it. I'm actually pretty damn happy. Whew. So I was on the uh, highway today, and I saw someone lose his shit. not like mentally, but like literally lost a bunch of stuff. Like he was on the, he parked on the side of the road and was chasing down what looked like envelopes and papers. (laughs) He ran, this dude ran a good like 60 yards. I thought he was at a combine, like trying out for an NFL team. He was darting across a busy ass highway. Like what's in those documents? I need that. The kid's not mine. Look, proof. It's proof. It wasn't my ejaculate. And he's trying to bring that to the court system. Yeah, imagine losing that. Jesus. You got proof that the kid's not yours? And you're going to go bring that to the uh, the judge's attention? And then you make a bonehead move and you leave your window open and you had all the documents on your dash and it flies out the window. Good luck, daddy. Kid's yours now. Damn. What's going on this week, ladies and gentlemen? We got uh, Daniel Carcillo coming on Thursday of this week. I'm excited for that one. All right. He's an ex-NHL hockey player. He used to play for the Philadelphia Flyers for quite some time. 
that's where he's mostly known for. And, uh, and then during the last, uh, couple years of his life he was on the Chicago Blackhawks I'm not sure if he was anywhere else but he won a Stanley Cup with the Chicago Blackhawks pretty damn cool I know a lot of people out here in the uh in the Chicago land love that man <clears throat> he was a hothead back then he was a he was a scrappy little some bitch he would fight you didn't care if you were seven foot six 300 pounds he would go at you he was rough they called him the uh the car bomb was his nickname he would lay some checks that you wouldn't even see before, but um, it's it's we're gonna it's not gonna revolve around hockey. The conversation is gonna revolve around mental health, and because he he had some CTE, he had a bunch of head injuries, and I believe one of his best friends, like in who also played hockey with him, was suffering from CTE as well, and ended up killing himself. And I know that Daniel is like really upset with how the NHL has been handling these head injuries and like, like all contact sports just don't put enough emphasis on head injuries. Like during his time, they're starting to get a lot better nowadays, but back then it was just like, yeah, you, you probably just have a headache dude. lay down for a couple of days and you know, you better be back on the ice. Otherwise you're going to lose your spot. And once you retire, it's not our problem. So good luck. So he um, he kind of paved his own way. He's like one of the leaders in the NHL space that has to do with head injuries and and things to try and cope with CTE and head trauma. He's big into psychedelics. Says it's uh, helped him. So we're going to talk about that. Um, him and I both share that common interest of psychedelics. Because I, too, have had a bunch of head injuries as well. I'm sure I have CTE. I, dude, I, I started I started life with a fucking concussion. You know how they say, like, you tripped at the starting gate? Like, that was me. I got pushed out of the starting gate. I fell down a flight of steps at the starting gate. That was me. Wah, wah, wah. Broke my face. Broke my head. CTE, concussion. So I can't wait to talk to him. That's in a couple days, Thursday. Um, so we all know that I lost my job a couple weeks ago. And it's the weirdest thing, dude. Like some of my hobbies that I enjoyed, mostly fishing, I would say. Yeah, fishing. I just can't enjoy it anymore right now. Just because of how long it takes, and sometimes it's literally nothing. Like, sometimes you won't even catch a fish. So when I'm out there, I'm just like, man, I'm wasting too much time. I don't have a job right now. I tried going one time. I tried going one time after I got laid off. Like, the day after I got laid off, I'm like, I, I, I just, I don't enjoy this. I'm not enjoying this right now. I'm wasting too much time. I need to find something. I need to do something. I need to figure out a way to get some income. I cannot just be sitting here with a fishing rod in the water. It is literally just like killing time. So I didn't expect that to happen. There's some things that are just like hitting me that I did not expect to hit me. And that's a big one because I loved fishing. I loved it. I would record all my fishing trips, I would post it onto YouTube like when I catch a fish, but there is zero desire right now to go fishing. So that kind of sucks. I'm figuring out a lot 
about myself more and more since uh since the layoff. I'm more structured than I originally thought I was. I liked having basically a safety net, I guess, while I would try and pursue these other endeavors. I guess so I was using my full-time job as like a safety net almost. Like, all right, there's a there's a nice little paycheck coming in. There's a consistent paycheck coming in. Let's try and let's try and chase our dreams. And then once that goes away, I don't know. I just it's just it's a wild experience right now. I went to the um it's called the Red Room. It's a stand-up comedy club and that's in the Chicagoland, a little north of Chicago City. Um they have open mics every Wednesday. I went there last week and I didn't get on stage. This typically happens sometimes. I'm going to go back next Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday, actually, before I talk to Carcillo, and hopefully I can get on. I got some bits that I want to try, and uh, I've never been on a comedy stage before, but I've been on stage, and I love it. I love being on stage. Everything kind of just fades away, and you have to perform. You have to do a good job. I mean, you don't have to, but everyone's watching you. You better do a good job. I kind of like that feeling. It's like sink or swim. What are you going to do? And I've noticed that when it when it comes down to that, I perform a little bit better when something's riding on the line. So I want to try that. I'm going to try that again. We're going to go Wednesday, see if I can get on, see if I can score some laughs, and then overall just like, See how that experience is. If I like it, if they like me, I'll keep going. You know, I'll write down more bits. I have a I have a fuck ton of bits in my phone. A fuck ton. But I'm going to try one and we'll see where that goes, you know? So. Oh, boy. I've been uh I've been under the monitor, a microscope monitor. I don't know. I've been monitoring myself. I'm under the microscope. I guess. And uh, it's been a lot of self-examination as of late. I don't even know, man. You think you have... I don't know, dude. Life is just such a weird thing. You think you have everything planned out you can see the future. You can see it in your head. Especially if you have a job and everything's just like moseying around and you're doing it. You're just kind of going through the motions. But that visualization that you have in your mind of what your future looks like. What what no one tells you is that could be completely falsified. That's just an imagination. That's not that's not in stone. So whatever you have pictured in your head, that's not a guarantee destination. 
And I think it's sometimes you can get lost in that. And I, I've never known what my final destination has looked like. Never. Not once. I've always just kind of like hung on for the ride. And wherever I end up, I end up. Because that that would mean that I'm not let down. I'm not disappointed. Because I didn't have any expectations. You know? There's zero expectations because I didn't have, I don't have a plan, really. I know what I like. I know what I would like to have in life. But there's just, my I don't know what my future holds, man. I really don't. And I don't know if that's, a normal thing or not normal like do do you think that most people have their their entire shit laid out like their future like in an excel spreadsheet or something or like a word document post it notes i was just never that person i was just always a floater I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. Realistically. Unrealistically, I knew I wanted to be a baseball player, but that was it. There was no backup plan. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I had no idea. And I'm trying to think if that, if I, if I think that's a, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's probably neither. It can probably go either way, just like a lot of things in life. But there's been there's been a lot of self-examination and I don't know, does everyone feel like they have this greater calling? Is that is that like a human thing? I don't I'm trying to avoid This ego, and I I don't mean for it to come off as an ego. I've just always had this deep, deep pulling that I'm meant for something greater than just to be a fucking a, a corporate sheep, you know, that just like suppresses my my visions and that suppresses my my drive to do something greater. And instead, like the corporation would just contain me and give me a paycheck to just pretty much forget and not pursue everything that I feel like I'm capable of, but I don't even know what the fuck that is. So it's like a catch-22. Maybe I am just supposed to... be a labor worker or something or just like a um what are those ants called a labor ant a worker ant just file in line and do as you're told just another another bearing in the machine another gear in the machine i guess 
I don't know. I'm just... Is that an ego thing? If someone could answer me, hit me up. The website's up. I don't know if you guys know this. The website's up. The Curiosity Chamber Podcast.com. Or hit me up on uh, social media. You know, the Curiosity Chamber on TikTok, uh, on Instagram, whatever. By me saying, I'm meant for, I feel deep. I've always felt deep in my pretty much my plums, my B-sack that I've always, I'm supposed to do more. And if that's how everybody feels, if that's like the general, general consensus, at least I know that, okay, that's just like what people say. And I don't mean it. That's just what people say. That's what everybody says. Or are there people out there that are just, they don't say that and they just they're complacent and just work and <sighs> boy i don't know i don't know what it takes to get a break there's just a lot of questions that are just roaming around my mind right now cuz every day that passes is a day you don't get back You know, how many weeks do you get before you reach your end? And I'm not worried about the end. Like physically, like dying, I'm not worried about that at all. That's not my concern. My concern is that I'm running out of time to do something great, and I don't know what that is. I'm fucking 35 years old right now, and I still don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I have an idea. It's not set in stone. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's it. Like some people are certain at things, are so certain at things. Like this is what I was supposed, I was born to do this. I was born to do that. And I'm glad I got in the field because I'm doing it. I just never had that. And what that tells me is that I haven't found it yet. I haven't done it yet. Maybe it hasn't been created yet. Well, actually, with this podcast, I feel it when I do this, but it's not. I don't get paid to do it. This is a hobby, and I have no idea how to monetize it. I have zero idea how to monetize this. I don't know how to make money off doing this. Maybe if I get... And that's the thing, though. I don't want to change how I run this podcast because this podcast is a reflection of me, of how I, of how I do things. I shouldn't have to change this podcast. And you know what? Let me take that back. I, if I want to make money, I understand that I would have to change this, but I'm not willing to sell out and do that. So I guess I do know how to monetize it, but it would not be this podcast. That would be that would be me living under someone else's dictatorship, pretty much. And then I wouldn't even be able to say what I wanted to say. Or th- it wouldn't even be this show. I would just be some kind of vehicle for somebody else. 
like how you see people on Fox News or CNBC or whatever. I don't even know the other names of the news channels because I don't watch that shit anymore. But they're just the anchors. They're like that's not their thoughts. That's the corporation's thoughts. That's the people who who pay for that company to exist. That's big pharma's thoughts. Whatever those anchor people are spewing out. And that's the last thing that I want. And I don't want to interview people that I don't want to interview. I want to interview people that I find interesting. So if that means not making any money, so be it. I didn't get into podcasting just to, I guess, sell my beliefs and make a pretty little penny. And I see that way too often. Just conform. I don't know, dude. Like, what's it all matter anyways in the end? That sound that sounds like, like someone's reached their limit. It's not. It's just I have a, a mind, so I think. And it's just like we're just such a small speck of space dust on the grand scheme of things. You understand? It's like, this is a blink. We are, our existence, our 80 years, our 90 years of existence is a blink of the universe or the galaxy or or like grandfather time. This earth has been around for millions of years, millions, and we're alive for 80 So me being stressed out right now or like not understanding what my calling is, is kind of irrelevant. And I know that and knowing that is kind of, I don't know, it sounds pessimistic, I guess. It sounds that way, but as weird as it, as weird as as it's coming off, don't take it like that. I just understand. I have a realization. Because I think while you're here, you should try to make the most of it while you're here. And that goes to like another thing, dude. Like working at a corporate world or like not even a corporate world. I mean, it could be anything. Just overwork. Americans have a a tendency to overwork. And for what? Because when you look back, like if you have a heart attack on your job and you've been working there for 45 years and you're, it's almost time to retire and then all you like, you have a heart attack, like you still have two more years to go, but you have a heart attack. Well, now what? Now your health has just been compromised and you can't even enjoy when you retire. So it's like, you have to think about that, man. What good is your retirement? You're going to be like old as shit. You're going to be worn out. You're going to be stressed out because you have been put under this. I'm trying to think of the word. I know what it is. I just can't say it. Insurmountable, I believe. Is that it? Sorry, I don't use the word a lot. I haven't read it in a book, obviously. Insurmountable amount of pressure. So that adds up. Into the human being. 
how, how much pressure can you take? And we're expected to work nowadays, I don't know, 50 years, 40 to 50 years. Is there even like a social security coming for us? For my age group, who's 30 right now, that shit, I heard that that shit's going to be gone in 20 years. So essentially, you're going to be working your whole life. What the fuck is that? You're not going to be able to enjoy your, your retirement. So why are you putting so much emphasis onto your work? If it's going to... If it's going to fuck with your health. I just... That, that doesn't seem like a, an even play to me. You're putting in way more than you're getting out. You put in 50 years and then you get out maybe like six. Six... I wouldn't, I'm not even going to say good years. Six decent years at best because you're so fucking old. And stressed out. And you've been through so much. I don't know, man. What do I really know? Yeah, it seems it seems like what I'm talking about is doom and gloom. I get it. But this is fucking reality, dude. This This is what it is. And I'm trying to bring this to the table so we can all try and do something about it. Just to kind of be aware of it, you know? Because time sneaks up on you. It sneaks up on you. And then if you haven't thought about this, it's going to sneak up and you don't have a plan. And wouldn't it be a shame that you didn't live your, your best years when you're healthy and did what you want to do? I'm not saying, like, quit your job and go be a porn star or work the glory hole or be a lot lizard. I'm not saying that. Like, if that's what you really want to do, I'm not saying quit your, your comfortable job to go do that. I'm saying, like, go enjoy your hobbies more while you can still do it with people that you love. Because the people around you aren't going to be there for all eternity. You know that. We all know that. And when people have kids, a lot of their time goes to their kids. And then when you have a kid, I mean, that's kind of, it's rough on the parents. I mean, it's such a blessing to have kids, but it's also, make no mistake about it, it's rough. That shit ages you. You know, I'm looking at like 28, 29-year-olds that look like they're 56. You think they're going to want to kick it when they're retired, when they're 62? Hell no, dude. Maybe some will, but like I would say the majority aren't going to want to go out. I don't fucking know. What do you guys do? Go to concerts? Go on nice little uh, hiking trips. Got to take advantage of it when you have health because health isn't promised. It's definitely not promised. And that's what I keep thinking back to you, man, is that when I was sick with pneumonia, I could not get out of bed at all. I was unable to move. I felt like death. I thought I was going to die. And I just keep thinking back. That's why I went out for a run today. Because I, I feel fucking great. My body feels good as hell. I feel so good. I feel all lubed up. I feel like the Tin Man after he just saw the fucking Wizard of Oz, bitch. I feel so good. Oil can. 
oil can. And I went out there. It was 95 degrees. I didn't give a shit. I went out there and I ran. Came home. Took a shower. Rinsed off. Waited a couple hours. Ate something. Got in that ice bath. I like to torture myself when I can. Because when moments like this come about, and I'm talking about losing my job, like I've already put myself through some, some tedious... Tedious and harassing stuff, I guess, like self-harassment, physical harassment. I don't like treating myself good sometimes because it makes these moments a lot easier to get through because you have a reference. You can get back to it like, oh, yeah, I went through that shit. I went through that. What's losing a job? A lot of those military people can use that as a reference, but sometimes they get so fucked up with PTSD that they can't. But I think that's why they're a lot of them become successful, man. They can just be like, dude, I was in I did fucking three tours. I did three tours in Afghanistan and had to kill six people and watch my best friend die. What the fuck is losing a job? What the fuck is a speeding ticket? You know? Just like when you start comparing stuff to to things that you've seen in your life. Sometimes it makes it easier to get by. <sighs> wow, we went, we got deep today. We got deep today. That's how I'm feeling. That's just where my mindset's at. And I'm sorry, it wasn't, I wasn't funny today, or it's kind of, um, you know, on this other emotional side, I guess. But it's just how I feel. Not every day is sunshine. Right? That's what makes it fun. That's what makes us human. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. But it's constantly changing. For the most part, it's not going to stay the same. And that's what keeps me going, baby. Thank you all for listening. Um, I think we're going to have Harry Park, one of my friends, on either tomorrow or Tuesday. And we're going to talk strictly about aliens. Because there's some weird shit going on. And uh, I think that they're interdimensional. Maybe not coming from another another galaxy or another planet. But I think there might be layers on top of this Earth. Like there's multiple life forms living at the same time. We just can't see it with our bare eyes. Like time is a... Is a man-made construct the way we see time. I don't think it's this linear thing. I think there's multiple timelines happening simultaneously. There's just layers. It's just like built on top of it. We only have the tools, eyes, nose, mouth, ears, shit like that to, to function in this reality. You know, I don't know. Sounds right. Sounds good. But we're going to get Harry Park on here. And then again, we got um, Daniel Carcillo on Thursday. We're going to talk about mental health. And uh, I'm excited for that. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you, everyone, for the support. And we will see you soon. Have a good work week. Bye-bye.